0: I'm in a little series. I preach two different messages every Sunday. We got people joining us online as well. We have hundreds that watch uh, at each service. That's crazy. Can we welcome the online audience? Come on, let them know we're out here. Yeah! Thank you. What's cool is I'll be doing this and they'll be typing stuff. They'll type Facebook and they'll do that and they'll talk to us and uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I get home later in the day after lunch and I'm just chilling and resting if there's no football, which they ain't right now. But anyway, but did y'all see that t- Carolina Tar Heel team the other night? I mean, I wore a little blue today just, you know, what I'm saying to you. But anyway, uh, but I'll read those and so if you do, if you're watching online, if you do make a comment or two, that just gives me a, a real charge. To know that we're impacting people in California or England, Canada. Got yeah, a beautiful uh, uh, a whole church up there in New Brunswick. I've met their pastor, know him pretty well, but quite a few of them from New Brunswick, Canada watch us. Amen. And I'm glad I don't have to go there. Amen. Come on. <laughs> But anyway, I do two messages every Sunday. The first one this morning was drive, drive. What drove Jesus? Today's first message was on what, how not to drive. What drove his enemies? And it's uh, it's a lot in there on uh, pride and hate. And uh, I think it'd be worth it, maybe if you get a chance, go back and look at that message on pride. It was Jesus talking to the Pharisees. And we just let it happen this morning on a big screen and just teaching and talking. But I think it'd be a big help for a lot of us. Almost all of us could use a little help in that area. So good message this morning. Another message coming your way right now. Vision. Say it with me. See it. Say it. One more time. See it. Say it. Believe it. Now last week was inward vision. Inward vision. I can't change you and you can't change me. i got to know I matter i got to know I have value. Mama can tell me. Daddy can tell me. Whatever. I've got to know that I matter to God. And He gave His Son for me. And if everybody else walks away from me, He never will. You've got to know that because that is life. Life happens and life stinks at times. Amen. It's rough sometimes. But I matter. And if we're going to make these life changes, they happen in the dark places so often places that we don't want to go, we put on the plastic, and so we talked about that a lot last week, we're not going to go there again, okay, check it out, we're moving forward, here we go, today's message, love the graphics man, looks just like Inglewood, don't it, say, forget about it, say that with me, onward vision, last week inward vision, looking inside, dealing with sin, dealing with pain, dealing with struggles, now we're moving forward, that's what Jesus did. This week, He had vision. He always had vision. But aren't you glad He didn't quit? I mean, He went all the way to the end. Steadfast. And so today, onward vision. I want you to help me now. This will help you later if you listen to me. Say that little part with me. A. One more time. A. That's something we don't hear. We, if, you, if I said the word... A depressed mind or a depressed person. Oh yeah, I know that, I know that, I know that. But we don't ever think of a pressing mind. If a person is depressed, the opposite then is a what? A pressing mind. If a, if a person has a depressing mind, they're letting off the pedal, they're going into despair, they're, they're spiraling downward, then the opposite of that would be a what? A pressing mind putting the pedal down. Okay, got it? Yes or no? Moving forward. That's what we're going to talk about today. Paul said it this way. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and I reach forth unto those things which are before. Say verse 14 with me. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So, we're getting somewhere. Now, boy, this is something you got to say with me. You're like, he's making us talk a lot today. Or well, you might remember it later when you get home. How about that? Or when Satan comes knocking on your door. How about this? Say it with me. I want a pressing mind and not a... One more time. I want a... Pressing mind and not a... I'm convinced a lot of people get content and at home with being depressed. They get content. Not trying to put you down if you're listening. And I know you are. But welcome to my dungeon. It becomes their world... Dark. Let off the pedal. Can't get no better. I quit. I'll just keep telling my sad story till there ain't nobody else to tell it to because we can't take it. Do you want to live life like that? I want a pressing mind. Amen. Say, now I get that way. I get that way. But I don't want to stay that way. I want somebody to jack my jaws. Amen. Say, come on. I'm about to fall off the stage. (laughs) How many think before it's over, one day I will fall off the stage? How many we got? (laughs) I like, if we're putting odds on it. about 50%. Here we go. Come on. A pressing mind. How can I have a pressing mind? Oh, I'll just take me some pills. That'll help me. I'll go send me some self-help folk. I'm not saying they won't help you. There's a Bible way. Here's what the Bible says. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I wear something on my left arm. It says, Jesus Strong. Came up with them at a very low point in my life. I made them the color of skin. Because a lot of times you put these little things on your wrist, to me and Christian, and they're about bragging. I ain't bragging about this. This is, a, this is for me and me only to see. You probably can't even hardly see it, can you? I never have to worry about it, no matter what I'm wearing. It looks just like my arm. It says, Jesus strong. I want His mind to be my mind. Why? Because I've been weak and I've been down. I've been hurt. I've been where I, I wanted to take my own life. I wanted to quit. I wanted to leave and get as far away from here as I could. But that wasn't the mind of Christ for me. That wasn't the will of God for me to, 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 to let off that gas. He wanted me to push more down. Push on into me, Gary. Amen? I was a cyclist for a while. Not a pro, but I really enjoyed it. I still do it some, but not like I used to. But uh, I liked Lance Armstrong. And he had that live strong, live strong, live strong. And that's before I realized he was doping and cheating. Even though I really admired him and lived strong, and that's before I even knew anything was wrong with a joker. I knew live strong wasn't going to be strong enough for Gary. But Jesus strong is strong enough for Gary. It's strong enough for all of us. Then we have these for free out there. We don't want you just to take one. They cost a buck. Every one of them's a buck. okay? But we want you to have one if you'll wear it. Now, I got one on my other arm today. This was from the little Easter thing, not a little huge Easter thing we had yesterday. And Danny comes up to me, my little six-year old. See, when I was in my pain. I didn't know there'd be a Danny. That's the problem with a depressing mind. You don't know if you press what will be in your future. If you let off the pedal, then you know what you got, and it just gets worse. If you push the pedal down, it's surprises out there. Little Danny comes up to me in the host of all those flood of children yesterday, and I feel someone grabbing my leg because that's what your children can do. They can just grab on you. And she grabbed on me and she held this little thing up to me. And she said, I got you something, Dad. And she gave me this little wristband. It's got a cross on it. And it says, in everything give thanks. Isn't that cute as a button? What a story. Now, what planning on going there, my point is, is that I need the mind of Christ. I'm not Jesus, and you're not Jesus. And sometimes we get all screwed up thinking, I can do this, I can do this, because I'm going to be spiritual. Listen, you're weak, I'm weak. We're not Jesus. We can't walk on water. We can't do it all, guys. But you know what? We can do a whole lot better than we do. Jesus strong. So let this mind, Jesus strong, be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. We're going to talk about it. But Jesus made Himself of no reputation. He took upon Him the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of you and me as men. And being found in fashion as a man, Jesus then humbled Himself. He became obedient unto death. That's what this whole week's about. Even the death of the cross. Jesus, the Scriptures say, let this kind of mind be in you. If you want a pressing mind and not a depressing mind, this is where we go. Say that with me. I want the thinking of Jesus to be my... One more time. I want the thinking of Jesus to be my thinking. You know, I couldn't say that about a lot of people. I want the thinking of Tom to be my thinking. You know, I wouldn't say that. I might say that on a particular issue. You know, I wish I see them get through a situation. Man, I need to think more like that joker. But the thing about Jesus Christ... You can literally say that. I want the thinking of Jesus to be my thinking. He will never screw you up. You understand? There's not one issue that will ever come in your life that Jesus will give you the wrong kind of thinking on if you follow His teaching. Isn't that great? Yes or no? Aren't you glad that Jesus doesn't tell you to go blow somebody up? Isn't that pretty nice of Him? Say. 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 Or some goofy off-the-wall kind of thing. If you do, you're going to have 70 virgins waiting on you. Aren't you glad that, that he didn't have that kind of crazy talk? Yes or no? Say! Come on! You can trust Jesus. Jesus didn't cut nobody's head off. You hear me? Yes or no? Aren't you glad? Listen, how can I have a pressing mind? Have his thinking be your thinking. In everything You do. Everything He did, you can trust Him. Well, I don't believe in that Jesus, do you? Well, you're crazy if you don't. No one ever cared for you like Jesus. This is beautiful. Onward vision, a pressing mind. Roger's wondering, when are you going to get with the message? Let's learn this verse. It's not a hard one. Many of you already know it. Say it with me. Let this mind be in you which was also in... Let's take it away, Rog. Say it with me. Let this mind be also in you. Uh Uh-oh, I'm sorry. Put it back up, Rog. (laughs) One more time. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Take it away, Rog. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We better quit. How about that? So I want the thinking of Jesus to be my thinking. So it begs the question, then what was the thinking of Jesus? So that's where we're headed today. That's where we're headed today. Jesus pressed onward. That's what He wants out of my life. Jesus left heaven's glory. I want you to see the thinking of Jesus. He pressed who being in the form of God, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. We're just going to look at this passage. It's called the kenosis passage. If you're in seminary, they use that fancy word. It just, it's the passage in the Scriptures that talks about Jesus emptying himself. If you want to have the mind of Jesus, you've got to get the mind of some other folks out of your head. Amen? The mind of the devil, the mind of yourself, the mind of whoever has told you to do it this way, and it's all screwy and wrong. He emptied himself. That's what this passage is talking about. So Jesus pressed on. When He left heaven's glory, Jesus, who is the exact form or image of God, He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Now, this is a crazy, crazy scripture here. Jesus did not consider or think. Now, listen. His outer manifestation of the divine attributes and power as something to be grasped onto or to be retained at all costs. Jesus didn't hold on to what he had in heaven. He didn't think I, I, I can't come here. I'm gonna I must hang on to this. I can't let go. He let go of so much to come here. And you talk about the pressing that was involved in doing that to leave heaven, to go to Bethlehem? Have you seen Bethlehem? I have. It ain't heaven. And no place is. But all His divine attributes, many of His divine attributes, when Jesus came, He humbled Himself. He did not hang on to those and, or, or think, if I go do that, I'm being cheated. I'll go down there, but that, you know, I'm being robbed. I'm no more, I don't have the power that I had. He humbled Himself so that you and I could be saved. Did y'all hear me or not? Nobody else did that. We can learn from Him doing that. So four pressing onward points. We want to talk about them today. Number one, Jesus emptied Himself. Say it with me. Jesus emptied Himself. He made Himself of no reputation. You want a pressing mind? Empty yourself. Jesus made Himself of no reputation. The word no reputation simply means what? That's why this passage is called the kenosis passage or the passage where Jesus is emptying Himself. He made Himself of no reputation. If we just read that as we're reading through there, we won't understand that. It means He was emptying Himself so that you and I could be saved. He was leaving heaven, letting go of certain divine attributes to come to this earth If He was going to be made like us, He had to let go of some things. And that took some pressing. That took some pressing on His part to do that. Jesus didn't empty Himself, however, of His what? He never ceased to be God. Now that's the hard part. To empty yourself, to have those attributes, still remain God, but come and walk among us as man Knowing you're God but you can no longer do these things because you have chosen not to or He chooses not to for you and me. Yes or no? Yes or no? He empties Himself so you and I can be saved. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He is God. Who is Jesus? He's the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn of every creature. For in Him dwells all the what? Fullness of the what? Godhead bodily. Jesus Christ. He is deity. He is God while He's on this planet. Who being the brightness of His glory, the express image of His person, upholding all things by the word of His power, when He had by Himself purged our sins, He sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high. He came here. When He was done, He took His seat. Amen? He's back. But He had to press to come so you and I could be saved. Jesus did, however... This is a little deep message, but it's okay. You'll be fine. We're learning. Here we go. Jesus did, however, surrender when He came to this earth. We're talking about having a pressing mind. I don't want to get too sideways here, but so often we get depressed because we have to let go of stuff. It could be someone we were married to. We're no longer married to them. Maybe they didn't love us anymore. They just left. You can either stay in that in your mind or you can press to let go. Yes or no? Or you can stay right there and just spiral downward into depression. The loss of a loved one. We can either choose to live and press on with those memories and the good Or we can dwell and just spiral downward. Y'all hear me or not? So often, pressing has to do with surrendering something. Pressing it and always getting, 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 getting. So often, not to be depressed. So often, it's having to let go. Pressing is actually pushing to, to move away from something so that you can live. Hope I didn't lose you through all that. So Jesus emptied himself. He did, however, Jesus did, however, surrender. Listen, the independent use of those divine characteristics of power. When Jesus was on this earth, he did miracles. But he limited his power. Why? So you and I could be saved. Let's look at it. Jesus hid his heavenly frame, Jesus hid his heavenly fame in an earthly what? He didn't walk around, I'm God, I'm God, I'm God. Look at me. That's how I'd do it. There'd be no doubt about it. You'd get on my nerve once and you would be toast. Aren't you glad He wasn't like me? And I'd see the cross and run the other way. I need to be like Him. He don't need to be like me. Amen. We're talking about emptying himself, coming to this earth. Jesus abstained from using his omnipresence. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere all the time. He is God. You ain't night. He abstained from using his omnipresence. How would you like to do that? That would be pretty rough, wouldn't it? You mean I could be everywhere? Yeah, because that's the way he's always been. But I'm going to go down there and I'm going to have to be in Bethlehem, and if I want to go to Nazareth, we're going to have to ride, drive, walk. Yep. Whoop! He limited that. He abstained from that, so His mission could be accomplished here on this earth. Let's look at it. For example, Jesus says to His disciples, Lazarus is dead, and I'm glad for your sakes that I what? Was not what? He wasn't there when Lazarus died. No! To the intent, you might what? He wasn't everywhere at at the same time when He was on this planet. Even though He's God, He emptied Himself and He did that for you and me. Yes or no? Y'all get that or not? He had to press to do that. He abstained from omniscience. What does that mean? God is all-knowing. He knows everything. He limited that while He was here on this earth. Crazy, ain't it? Yes or no? And Jesus said, Here he is in a crowd. What did he say? Say it with me. Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee, and you're saying, Who touched me? What are you doing? There's all kinds of people around here. And Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceive that some virtue has gone out of me. He didn't have all knowledge. To just say, you touched me. He just you understand? Did I make the point? Okay, just keep that in mind. Number three, he abstained from using his omnipotence. God is all powerful. Do anything he wants, and it's always right, it's always holy, it's always just. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, say it with me. The Son can do nothing of himself. Why? Because he emptied himself. So you and I can be saved. But what He sees the Father do, for what things soever He doeth, these also does the what? The Son. Keep looking. For the Father loves the Son and shows Him all things that Himself does. And He will show Him greater works than these that you might marvel. So Jesus limited Himself had to be connected with the Father. Obviously, He was. He was deity, but He limited His power based on the will of God and God's will. Did I lose you or not? Like, Pastor's really out there today. Not really. Come on. So, I press toward emptying myself like Jesus did. I press toward emptying myself. If you want a pressing mind, you and I need to press toward emptying ourselves. Now, what does that mean? I deny myself the use of certain rights and powers that I could use if I wanted to. Say that with me. I deny myself the use of certain rights and powers that I could use if I wanted to. Did that make any sense to you? I can do certain things. Even I can do certain things. I ain't talking about all-knowing, all-powerful. No, 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 no. I can make all kinds of choices. But you know what? I deny myself certain things that I can do because I want a pressing mind. I want the best. And everything I can do in my power is not the best. Yes or no? I don't consider it my right or privilege or something I need to hold on to. That's what Jesus said. He had a pressing mind. He emptied Himself. Why is it your right to hold on to something when you need to let it go? Yeah, but this is what I always had. You don't anymore. Let it go. And then we'll go through problems. We'll try to go get us a quick fix to fill that empty thing that ain't there no more. When the better thing would be, let it go. Yes or no? You getting my drift this morning or not? Good. I think we made some points on that one I press toward this goal of emptying myself I don't like the emptying process I would rather everything just be good like it's always been I'd rather live in la-la land <laughs> don't lie you know something's bad don't tell me <laughs> anybody like that say anybody like that I just want. can we not just like can you not tell me everything okay if it's bad in your world keep it over there Come on. Here we go. Four pressing onward points from Jesus. We're talking about the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. But we think we can just pray it. Lay me down to sleep. Pray. Give me the mind of Jesus. That ain't how it works. It works by doing this. Press. Toward it in yourself. Number two. Jesus became a servant man. Number two. Jesus became a servant man. And he took upon him the form of a what? A what? A what? I thought it was all about me being served. Well, that's your mind, not his mind. I need to press toward his head, not my head. Amen? Say. Come on. He took upon him the form of a servant. He is made in the likeness of men. What does it mean to be a servant man? Let's just explore it. Jesus took upon himself the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of man. What does that mean? Plain English. Jesus, the infinite holy creator, suddenly becomes the likeness of finite sinful creatures. He leaves heaven, comes to this earth, Infinite now finite. Little baby had to rely on mom and dad. Somebody could just crush his head. It's crazy, isn't it? That's how much you're loved. We don't think God loves us because we don't think. Yes or not? You think this through just a little bit. You mean He loved me like that? Craziness. We're to run to Jesus. Jesus willingly laid aside for a while, for a while, all the magnificence and adoration that your mind can imagine, and he took upon him the body of a lowly, poor servant. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I mean, when we lose something, I speak from experience. Man, we think it's the biggest travesty that ever happened. I can't believe that happened. I could tell you story after story of my life. If you want to get bored to tears, I can do it sometime. Things I've lost. Things I've had taken from me. But if we talk about it too much, I don't drink, but I would probably want to. (laughs) That's no good for either of us, is it? Say, come on. He became a servant. Very interesting quite a, a scripture. They're all through the Bible here. But Isaiah 11 one says, And there shall come forth, sent with me, a rod out of the what? Stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow up. Very important that you see this. A branch shall grow up out of his what? What's the ugliest part of a plant? Nobody that goes, Look at the roots. Have you seen my new plant? You don't look at the rose, you go, look at the roots. Here, smell the roots. <laughs> the roots are underground for a reason. Amen? Say, it. okay, come on. It's interesting. Jesus would come from the what? Remember that when you think of Jesus being a servant roots. You can't get no more dirty than a root. I've been working some in the yard this week, my hands are just terrible. All that dirt and mess under your nails and everything. You know what I'm saying? Roots. You're going to get dirty if you work with some roots. Jesus was born in the royal line of David. He was not born on the throne, but He was born at the what? Remember that. I think that's good for us today, isn't it? So many of us, we want that throne. That's, I mean, that, Or maybe we had a better seemingly life financially or whatever it might have been family-wise. But that's not where you're at now. And that's not a bad thing to press toward the root. Amen? To be more like him. Because he was down in the dirt. Amen? I hope I ain't lost you too much. Jesse, the father of King David, was a poor peasant farmer from Bethlehem. Jesus wasn't born in Jerusalem. He born in Bethlehem. He's born at the root. Y'all hear me or not? He humbled himself and did this. This was his choice. He pressed toward this. That's what I'm going to do. He was despised because of it. They wanted him to come as Messiah, as king, as as the one who would destroy Rome. Rule now. That's what Hosanna meant. Save now. Save us from the stinking Romans. He went, man, my mission is not to save you from the Romans, but to save you from Hell. You think Rome's bad Wait, you get to hell. Okay? But he was was despised for that. They hated him because that wasn't who he came as. He was born at the root. He was born into that kind of family. He was born into a lowly family. Guys, I think all of us would do well to have this kind of mind. Y'all hear me or not? Have I lost you again or not? I hope I ain't just plain English. Come on. Let this mind be in you. Empty yourself. Let this mind be in you. Press toward being a servant. Instead of, look at the flower, how pretty I is. Get down in the dirt. Humble yourself. Yes or no? This is the will of God for me. I press toward being a servant man. I put aside, say it with me, I put aside the desire for what? Doesn't that make us sick in church, yes or no? Does that make us sick? It makes me sick. To see somebody who thinks it's all about them, I go to their church or whatever, that, I don't even know what goes on out there in church world anymore. And I can't hardly watch TV. Because I know what the Bible says, generally speaking, and I see so much as lies. And give to me and make my kingdom get better. Name it, claim it, blab it, have it. You can have it. I ain't going to do it. I want the mind of Christ. you all hear me? Yes or no? This is how we'll reach people. This is how we can live a happy life too, by the way. Amen? When enough is enough, enough is enough. And if i got enough, guess what? That's good. And if I don't have enough, it is enough. I just don't know it's enough. Say, I push away the desire for the adoration of men. I want you to love me because I love you. I want a relationship with you. I don't want you to adore me. If I had one person or, or a few people that I wanted to adore me, be my wife. Kim told me one day, I was down at Inglewood Beach. We are in the Jeep. And I was going around that little circle. And she looked at me and said, I adore you. I would never had that said to me in my whole life. I love it that my kids feel that way. They don't adore me because I'm perfect. I think they adore me because I'm dead. And that feels good. Amen? Yes or no? But I don't want to live life for the adoration of people. Did I? You alright? Yes or no? Come on. But I need to press toward that goal. Alright? Let's keep looking. Number three. A pressing mind. By the way, it's hard to remain depressed if you do this. Jesus humbled Himself. And being found in fashion as a man, He what? Humbled Himself. And being found in fashion as a man, He humbled Himself. We see that. He humbled Himself. The word humbled Himself means, say it with me, He what? He submitted to authority. Do you like authority? Sometimes I can't stand authority. I'm a law, generally speaking, abiding person sometimes. I was walking with the sheriff yesterday. What if he knew I'd speed? Probably. <laughs> the point is, I mean, you know, come on. I need to humble myself and surrender to authority. That's what that word means. It means more than that. Even here until were you called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us a what? Example that we should follow in his steps. He did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, this is my problem... When he was reviled, he reviled not again. When he suffered, he didn't threaten back. Since the eighth grade, my teacher told me, you always got to have the last word. I'm like, Do not! <laughs> Couldn't stand that lady. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he committed himself to him that judges righteously. Can you be wronged and be okay with it? Can everything not just go your way? Man, that's some humbling, ain't it? Say. Or always making your... But you don't understand. Always having to give your side. This is me talking to Gary today. I don't know who's in the room, but this is me having a problem with this one who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins, we should be the ones that get to live. He died so we could live. He didn't die so he could live. He was alive already. He died so we could live. And he's saying, let this be your mind. Let this be your mind. Press into this kind of thinking. Jesus humbled himself. Jesus agreed. Jesus agreed. He chose to submit to talk our language. God, coming down here, talking our talk. He agreed to wear our clothes. He's clothed in majesty and glory and splendor. He chose to come down here and put on dirty, nasty, stinking sandals and wear crazy clothes. He chose to eat our food. I'm going to say something to you. I've been to the Holy Land. The food is awful. I'm just going to say it to you. I've been there a lot of times. I think the Holy Land should have been in southern North Carolina. I'm just saying. If I could package the South and take it over to Israel and stuff, I'd be a millionaire. I'm eating stuff over there like, man, whew. He chose to breathe our air. He chose to breathe in and breathe out and be dependent on others and God to give Him that breath. That's a great God we serve. This is Jesus we're talking about. He chose to endure our vile and vicious treatment. He chose to be called horrible names, he heard some of the most vicious, vile words you've ever been called or could even imagine, and knowing he's still deity, but he chose to humble himself, and so he took it. Amen. How many somebody said something really bad to you and you didn't take it? Let me see it, your hand. You see what I'm saying? Can you imagine, Pete? If you would have took it. You see what I'm saying? Just throwing that at you. He went a little further. Jesus, he fell on his face and he prayed, saying, "Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but your will be done." He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, "Oh my Father, if this cup might, may not pass away from me, except that I drink it, your will be done." This was a, the kind of mind that Jesus had. He humbled himself. I press toward humility, guys. When I put this on the screen, it don't mean I do it. This is the kind of mind I'm supposed to have. I choose to have that. It's a battle. I choose to submit to authority. I desire God's will to be done in my life. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Humility. I press toward this goal. And the final one, a pressing mind, and we'll do this one fast, Rods, whatever that means. Jesus became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. This is the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Empty yourself. What was number two? Be a servant. What was number three? Humility. And number four, he became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Okay? Even the death of the cross. Psalm 22 prophesied, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? He chose this death for you and me. I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men, despised of people. He chose this. They that see me laugh to scorn. He chose this. They shoot out their lip at the Son of God. They shake their head at me. He chose that. He trusted on the Lord. This is a prophecy given. That He would deliver Him. Let Him deliver Him, seeing He delighted in Him. All these things came to pass in the New Testament. Dogs have compassed me. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. Here's Jesus on the cross they pierced my hands and my feet prophecy given right here in the book of psalms before crucifixion ever became a reality can you trust the bible absolutely i may tell all my bones they look and stare at me can you see him talking to his bones they looking at us crazy They part my garments among them. They cast lots upon my vesture. All this prophesied hundreds of years before Christ gave His life. I gave, one of the verses that I just love this verse, it's a toughie but I do love this verse. I gave my back to the smiters. This was His mind. I gave my back to the smiters. They didn't take my back. I gave them my back. You hear that kind of mind? And I gave my cheeks to them to pluck the hair off of my face. I did not hide my face from shame or their spits. That's some mind. Y'all listening or not? This is how you... I choose to have a pressing mind, not a depressing mind. But I'm going to tell you something right now. This is work. But it's worth it. We're done. Say that verse with me. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. I choose this kind of mind. I press toward the cross. I'm crucified with Christ. You've got to press there. Bad stuff happens. And you can either run from it or you can face it. Amen? You can either spiral downward or say, I'm stepping toward it. And I'm going to deal with it. Not in anger, but in humility. As a servant. I live with my faith in Jesus Christ now. That is the mind of I live with my faith now in Jesus Christ. I can be strong. And I can make it through this. I know Jesus loves me no matter what else happens. I know He loves me. And He gave His life for me. And nothing can ever take that away. This is a different way to live life, isn't it? It's a beautiful thing. Say it pretty loud with me. I want a pressing mind and not a depressed. Can we say it one more time, because you sound depressed? one more time. I want a pressing mind and not a depressing mind. And how do I get that? You get it this way, right here. I want the thinking of Jesus to be my thinking. Now you can't have his thinking like you want it. He emptied himself. He was a servant, not on the throne, but at the root in the dirt. He humbled himself. And even when he had to stare death and hell in the face, he walked that way. He didn't run from it. Amen? I mean, this is going to take some work for us, but this is Passion Week, and this is a little look at the passion of Christ because he had vision. Amen. Let's praise the Lord for his word this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I got something out of it. Did you? Good.